0: Hey you hey hey do you do you like podcasts they're all right they're all right well anchor FM will make them better for you Ooh, will you, they yes they will produce your stuff for well not produce it but they'll they'll, they'll distribute it <laughs> for you at least <laughs> they will produce the stuff they they won't actually produce it you got to do that all you you basically do all the work and they
1: just put it out for you oh so. Like, I just give them my soul. Yeah. And all my time and hard work. Like, like sign your contract in blood, and oh, you're good to go. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Take so, me away, Anchor all right, FM.
0: All right. Well, you just got to go to www.anchor.fm, and that's, that's how that works.
1: That's how that works. Yes. I will visit www.anchor.fm. Thank you very much. You're welcome. People. Hello. And
0: this is Zach.
1: This is Brandon.
0: And you're listening to the Awesome Mix podcast
1: on NPR. Yes, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Feel like that was just so mellow. Yeah. Mm, yes, this is the NPR. I, I figured I figured it'd be cool to go a, a, a kind of like
0: low high energy this time I instead feel like... of like a uh, like in your face like hi. Hey! Oh God. I'm sorry. That yeah. was really loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: coffee man espresso I'm twitching felt like we were about to start reviewing the stock market the Dow was down 15 points today Uh and then you just like screamed at me and now I'm like I'm awake I'm
0: I'm sorry man I'm, I'm barely awake but espresso yeah it's a thing
1: it's a good thing I'm uh in the words of Flyleaf I'm fully alive nice more than most, right? Is that how you, I don't know? I haven't listened to that in a while. But yeah. Uh-huh. So what's what's going on? How how you doing? Oh, oh God!
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, That's well, it's I'm, positive. I'm all right. I'm trying to look upwards, but I had to miss a week of work because I got sick with a common cold and had to wait on my stupid covid test even though i knew i didn't have it yeah which took them seven days to get to me
1: (laughs) they give you the test and then they're like you will die in seven days (laughs) i guess so man
0: (laughs) like i mean if i had it and i died within those seven days i wouldn't have known because
1: i didn't get my test results for seven days if you would have died of like a brain aneurysm they would have been like covid 19 yeah
0: no dude, get that. look at this stupid email they sent me too.
1: Oh, there's an email. Yes. We have an email, people.
0: Read that. Tell me what's wrong with that email.
1: That feels like you know, like those people in like foreign countries who hack like iTunes emails and stuff, and they're like, Apple support, but it's really a scam? That's yeah. what it looks like to me.
0: Dude, they didn't even—they didn't even give me my name. They said a person with registration code, yada yada, tested on this day, my birth year, and then my test results.
1: Like, okay, am, that is very unprofessional.
0: Like I—I I gave you my name. <laughs> you have my information.
1: Like somebody got a COVID test. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I got somebody's negative. Like is it me? Am I negative? Am I going to die, Doc? I
0: don't know, man. That's Call just, me by just, name.
1: That's very... very. That's unsettling yeah. to me. like, You know what that tells me? Is that they have so many people getting tested that the easiest way for them to file is just, here, here's your code. Yeah. And it's like... That's
0: ridiculous. That's absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that it takes seven days to get results, man... Really? Mm -hmm.
1: Seven days. I feel like if you're negative, it should be pretty easy to just be like, hey, you're good.
0: Well, I mean, when you go to a doctor's office and they swab you for something, they come back with the results within at least 45 minutes to an hour, right? Yeah. You know, you're just sitting there twiddling your thumb, waiting for it. Yeah,
1: I think even like I got blood work done a few years ago and literally... The next day they called, they're like, you're good. You don't got diabetes.
0: You know what I mean? It should not take them that long to get you results, which I understand there's a lot of people right now getting tested for it. Yeah. But still, I don't think it should take a, a week to get results. Yeah, that's insane. Especially from a swab. You know what I mean? Yeah. Swab tests normally are back within, like like I said, not not very long. Yeah. It, anyways, I didn't get paid for That's that nice. week that I had to miss. That They made me miss. Yeah. I was not allowed to come back to work and clock in until I, I had that test result. Which is absolutely ridiculous. That's wild. And you know what really pisses me <laughs> off? I came back and they didn't even ask to see my test result. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. So I could have just gone back in after I felt better, which was like a couple of days. Yeah. And been okay, apparently, because they, they weren't going to ask for my freaking test results. <laughs> you could have just walked in and been like, yeah, I'm good. I don't got it. Because I, I was. I knew I didn't have it. Yeah. I knew it was just like a common cold or something. Like, I just had a mild fever and like an upset stomach, which went away <laughs> after a couple of days of taking medicine. Yeah.
1: Well, and I, <clears throat> you know, even right now, I'm still kind of draining here because uh I had like a really bad sinus headache for like a week. No COVID-19. I didn't have a fever, nothing. But still took a day off work just to make sure didn't want to didn't want to put at risk people at risk. Yeah.
0: I don't understand the uh the symptom list. Like look at the symptom list and it's like a mile long. It's
1: yeah. Any kind of symptom for anything. It's like it's like you have it. Oh, you uh You've got allergies. COVID nineteen. Yeah. Oh, you've got alcohol poisoning. COVID nineteen.
0: I don't. I don't understand it, man. Like the, the I, best
1: way I can describe it is there was this meme of a uh, Lord of the Rings, right where he gets shot with the arrows a bunch of times and uh-huh. the dude dies. He's like laying there and um, what's his name? He's like holding him. He's like, "You're dying of COVID nineteen, Bormir. and he's like, "No, I'm pretty sure the arrows are killing me." He's like, yeah. he's, like "The COVID nineteen <laughs> is making you delusional." <laughs>
0: Dude, like, I, this is, it's a, it's a serious freaking disease. Yes. Yeah. It is a serious viral infection, but like, I feel like, like here, like in these states at least, it's been blown out of proportion. Oh, most definitely. Blown completely out of proportion.
1: One, I mean, it's just, I don't want to go around like spewing things. Like, I know, I know for a fact this happens, but I've heard from so many people who work at hospitals and doctor's offices that they mark every case pretty much as a COVID-19 even when it's not. Like, like there was a guy who died of like a he had like heart complications or something Uh but they found COVID-19 in him, in his system. Right. Which isn't what killed him but that's what they said killed him because there were traces of it or whatever. Honestly, I feel like Especially with viruses,
0: like our bodies carry them, so I feel like a majority of the population has it. Yeah, it's just either dormant until activated, or what? What is that? The, the term for that is that a retrovirus? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I'm, I'm not
1: even sure to be honest.
0: Like, but you know, you get yeah, you get I know what I, know I mean. What you're you know, like like with the flu and all that, like everybody has it. Yeah. It's just like dormant in your body like your your blood cells and everything are fighting it back and you know keeping it tame. Yeah. Until some outside uh Excuse me. particle I'm no scientist, man. Yeah. Something from the outside comes in your body activates the shit. There yeah. you go. Okay? <laughs> you know, like, oh, like, da- it, damn it. No I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying try to I'm trying to be all uh, like uh, you know professional sounding <laughs> here, but damn it. Yeah, you know, like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's- funny. The proper term, <laughs> i oh, it's, yeah. uh, it, I don't know what they call it, outside, it's outside something. Yeah. The professional term for it, but I don't know, some shit activates it yeah. when you come into contact with something, I don't know, but I yeah, feel like that's I mean, how it is, man.
1: It is, it's, it, I, I won't go on in, uh, my Republican rant here, but I, something something weird's going on with it all, it's not, it can't all be accurate, like... It's it's definitely not. At the very least, this is the only thing I'll say, because I listen to Ben Shapiro like every day now. <laughs> nice. Because it's the only news source I trust, because he kind of, you know, takes both sides sometimes. Right. But he's also very, very, very conservative. Mm. But, you know, like I you said... I,
0: yeah, I guess it's no different than Rush Limbaugh.
1: Yeah. But he's, you know, he's like, well, yeah, there are more cases being found, because tests are becoming more readily available. Uh So yeah, the number is going to shoot up because more people are getting tested, which means there are more positive tests coming back. Yep. But it doesn't sound as scary when you say that the same amount of people are sick. Uh So you have to say the numbers climb and we're all going to die. Yeah. Which I feel like is the narrative in the country right now. Well, and yes, there uh, are a lot of people dying. It's very sad. A lot of people die from pneumonia every year too. A lot of people die from the flu every year. A lot of people di- just die in general. Like, mm-hmm. it sucks. It's sad, but that's life. You know, I'm not going to be afraid to leave my house just because people are getting sick and dying. Like, yeah. that's been happening all my 29 years of life, you yeah. know? Yeah.
0: Anyways, <sighs> off the
1: off the political stuff, we're yeah. sorry. That's just like, th-
0: that really irked me and sent me over the edge. Yeah. You know, I,
1: I a, just, I'm just very opinionated about this I, these days. A week
0: of my life of... My income, completely gone. Not that it's a lot of income to begin with, but yeah. I mean, I needed that week yeah. of funds. Your freaking livelihood. Yeah, and <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get yeah. reimbursed for that week that I was told, told that I couldn't clock back in until I got my results back from. I'm not getting paid for
1: that. Yeah. It's bullshit. That is crazy. I feel like everywhere, like I was saying earlier, I feel like everywhere should be required to pay you if they're going to make you take are going to get you, a test. Yeah,
0: exactly. If they're going to make you get that test, Even you should get like paid. Even if it like takes
1: away from sick days or vacation days or whatever, like you should still get paid for that.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, anyways, yeah. off that, had to get that off my <laughs> chest because I'm pissed off that I had to miss I got out. I gotcha. I'd be mad, too. You know what I mean? And it's just like I... World, world's in shambles right now. Yeah, it's everything's crazy. And the curb here is terrible also, I feel like, because Americans are just so hard-headed yeah. that they don't want to follow the, the mask mandate or whatever. Yeah, there's still people
1: who won't wear masks. Something
0: so simple. I mean, if you look at it, yeah, okay, sure. um, Sure, the mask thing is, uh, is a kind of yeah you know what I mean like yeah. I, I don't want to wear a mask but I'm wearing the mask you know what I mean yeah but people are just like if you look everywhere else everywhere else has no problem wearing those masks
2: mm-hmm.
0: why in the hell are Americans so caught up in their ways of the man's not going to tell me what to do yeah and uh, not wear masks which is scientifically proven to help you know die down the spread yeah. of
1: this virus yeah at the very least it keeps you know covers your mouth keeps you from spreading it exactly but i do i get it i really do i think a lot like these people so i really get it when they're like well it's infringing on my rights to make me wear a mask which it is they're going overboard with like we're gonna fine you if you don't wear a mask yeah that's definitely but also it's just a mask like i really don't mind wearing it that much i I don't want to wear it if I don't have to, especially because like if I sneeze in the thing and then my nose gets all like clogged up, which happens like every time I put it on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I can't breathe, but it's just a mask. Like it's just a mask.
0: Anyways, sorry. Yeah, uh, back I, back on it. I said I said I said <clears throat> go away, and then I came back. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> sorry.
1: Yeah, dude. It, yeah, I could talk about this all day. So,
0: <laughs> like, I I feel like my own opinions have been based off of what everybody else is doing on this whole thing. And based on off of my own experiences with what's going on, it's just like
1: I, my one, the one thing I will say, the one thing I feel like I have to say, because I believe in it so strongly, I feel like it should be up to individuals how they handle it. Exactly. Like getting an entire country on board with something. Look at, look at America. It's never like that. Nope. There's always someone who's like, no, screw the man. I'm not going to do what you tell me. Yep. There's, there's so many Rage Against the Machine fans out yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but, you know, it's like, I feel like it should be up to restaurants whether they want to do outside dining or inside dining with, obviously, proper precautions. You know, That's hand sanitizer, me. masks, gloves, what Basically have been Basically what we've been, what we've been yeah. doing
0: since the beginning of it. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, yeah. Off the political stuff, we're not a political podcast yeah.
1: people. We just Sorry, this
0: This is this is like happening this, everywhere. Yeah, I feel this like is this is like something that on. needs
1: to be talked about at this point because Well, I mean, all press, all their news articles are which which Pete Wentz eyeliner are you? So we have nothing to talk about except <laughs> except what's going on in the world. Dude, no joke. One one of the articles was like was like can you guess which taylor swift album is categorized under what genre on itunes i'm like what no I, i can't and i'll tell you why i can't because i don't want to because i do not care first of all you're alternative press and you're doing an article on taylor swift yeah second of all no one cares nobody cares
0: I miss Alt Press. I I remember looking forward to the next issue of Alt Press every month and yeah. back when they actually, you know, featured bands and albums that
1: had to do with the like scene and what interviews was going on. interviews and Warped Tour coverage. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm sure if Warped Two was still uh, a thing, they would still cover it. Yeah, but.
0: a dive into like the the studio sessions of certain bands recording an upcoming album yeah. or whatever that sort of thing. That was really cool. I don't think they do anything like that anymore.
1: Not not much anymore. I know, dude. They've it changed to, to like, this like countdown video format a lot. Like, there's always videos on um, YouTube from the Alt Press channel now. It's like ten essential punk albums from 1985. Which that's cool right but is that all there is like is because it seems like it's either that or it's like 10 underrated metalcore bands of the 2010s and stuff and i'm like this is cool but how about you like interview those bands and like cover them and you know do more than just count them down
0: yeah i remember when there used to be like a full like five, six, seven pages in the middle of the magazine about one certain band and yeah. going in-depth interviews with them. Like, it was all serious. Mm-hmm. It was all, like, really cool stuff. Like, hey, I... Oh, my God. <laughs> was, he whacked was, his mic. <laughs> <laughs> Donk. <laughs> Donk. Well, we'll it's new edit. sound effects. <laughs> we'll edit that one out, I guess. <laughs> Maybe not all I don't know. Don't know. know. That's pretty What's funny. funny. <laughs> but, well, yeah, you
1: know, like, I... I remember there was, like, a three three or four-page article that was an interview with Craig Owens, like, when drugs first came out. Right. And I remember reading that, and it's, like, one of my favorite articles, because they got, like, way into, like, the whole Chiodos thing mm-hmm. and him leaving the band or getting kicked out or whatever. And why don't they do more of that? Because
0: nowadays it's all he said, she said BS, and mm-hmm. nobody goes straight to the source anymore. And the, the uh, dwindling state of alt press is very much music depressing. and depressing and yeah
1: you know it just i miss it, it man i miss it i feel like we can't talk about this without talking about like MTV and Fuse though <laughs> right because the <laughs> because, same exact thing happened yeah like <clears throat> i remember a lot of the bands a lot of my favorite bands like excuse me almost sneezed when i when i got into them it's because i would turn on TRL in the mornings you know in the summertime when i was home from school and there would be, like, a Fall Out Boy music video playing and a Blink-182 music video and, like, Paramore. And, right. You know, Fuse would do the Warped Wednesdays where they would cover a day at Warped Tour every Wednesday during the summer. And it was all that kind of music being played. Like, it was m- movies that were kind of centering around it, like Grind and all those, like, skateboard movies and stuff. And it was Steven Smith who had the Steven's Untitled Rock Show. He was out at Warped Tour interviewing bands filming live sets and stuff. It was awesome. Uh And then, you know, all the music video blocks were like everything from, you know, Blink to Chiodo, stuff like that. And it's like, I miss it.
0: I miss it too, man.
1: And I remember, I remember, I remember, I don't know why I said that three times. I remember, I remember, I remember. (laughs) I remember, remember the 5th of (laughs) July. (laughs) But, But, you know, there was one specific year that I'm like this is this is the last year they're going to do this I guarantee it and it was the warped wednesday wasn't all day mm-hmm. it was like from like 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. so it was only 3 hours right and the music video blocks went from being like the used to like Eminem uh. it's like oh he's a pop star and he was on warp tour 1 year back in the 90s right. we can show nothing but Eminem music videos now and like black eyed peas and any band That's like a mainstream artist that was in some way associated with Warp Tour, they're like, Yeah, we'll just play those now. Yeah. Well, I guess it's about time to move on to the news, huh? Yeah, let's move on to the news. Who was that? That, my
0: friend, was a band that sadly doesn't exist anymore. Armor for Sleep?
2: <laughs> well, technically,
0: they do exist, I guess. Almost grace the moment. Moment past.
1: I hate that band. That is the worst band in the history of music. Worse than Falling in Reverse. Oh. Uh. <clears throat> that's band, like insane clown posse but like somehow worse
0: a band uh that uh, you were a part of for a good long while um formerly known as grace the ocean which this song can be found on all streaming
1: platforms under the moniker grace the ocean and the song is titled dark places hey, we're all right this this song is just on streaming platforms um figured we'd share it with you guys it's a it's a good song i love it i'm very proud of it like, listening to it in the headphones, because I haven't listened to this song in so long. Me either. I was like, whoa, that's me. Yeah. It's wow. A, it's a good, good song. Wow. Wow. <laughs> went full Owen Wilson. I was like, wow. <laughs> We're good. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so. <laughs> check, check us out on the streaming. Yeah. I used to be in a band back in the day, and then I grew up, and. Got a job, and got busy, and now I just do a podcast. Yeah. So, a
0: little self-plug for you.
1: Yeah, a little self-promotion. I still make money off of that, but it's wired to a bank account that I no longer have. (laughs) So, I have no idea where that money goes. I don't care, because I think we made, like, a dollar off the song while I had that account. So, that's a thing. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so uh, you got some got some news? You got some happenings happenings for us. This just in in the music industry. <laughs> there we go. That's what it. he was waiting for. Oh, okay. I was waiting on
0: it. <laughs> Take it away, Zach. <laughs> All right. So this just in in the music industry movement. Awesome mix newscast. Movements, Movements have just announced. Just announced. I don't know when they announced it. Just freaking showed up all of a sudden. I don't know if it was last week. I don't know if it was two weeks ago. I don't know if it was a month ago. I don't know if it was yesterday. But Movements have announced their new album coming out. At some
1: point in time, Movements made an announcement. September
0: 18th. And they have a single that we are going to grace your ears with today.
1: Yes. We do. Yes. I just, I didn't look it up. You're not prepared. You're never prepared. I'm never prepared. Why? This is a problem. Don't give up your ghost. Is that what it's called? Yes.
0: It's very cool and very different for them. I love it.
1: Different, you say? Yes,
0: different. I say.
1: I like that already.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh <coughs> huh. Excuse me. Jeez.
0: It was beautiful. I love it. I'm excited for the album.
1: You said it comes out on September 18th? hmm I feel like that's the exact same time that their first album came out. It is. Whenever it came out. Three years ago, to be exact. Three years ago. Wow. Yeah, crazy, right? Wow. Like I feel like that might be the exact same date, or at least close, like 17th, 18th, and 19th. Let's check this out. I don't know why I remember that, but this is very different for them.
0: October twentieth.
1: Oh, wow, way off. Never mind. <laughs> I like this a lot. It's awesome, man. Uh, to to be honest with you, like I've always thought they were good, but their music gets very boring very fast for me. In this you know, this is a slower song, it's not like super energetic, but I like it more. I like it more than the like me without you. Like, spoken word kind of thing they were doing.
0: Yeah, the uh, album, titled No Good, Left to Give, coming out September 18th.
1: Super positive and not depressing album title, like all the rest of them. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) dude I like this
0: it's really good dude really good really different his his singing's gotten better too well he he even said I think when uh, he (laughs) did the interview on lead singer syndrome that he was gonna lean more towards singing than the screamy yell stuff
1: I like how it isn't like a big chorus but it feels like it's gonna be Yeah. you know like it builds up like it's gonna be like boom and then it just kind of drops Mm -hmm. that's super interesting and they're phenomenal live absolutely they are they sound just as good as the recording Mm -hmm. they sound even better when I'm not having panic attacks and have to leave early (laughs) that was a weird day
0: Well, not only that, but it took them like forty minutes to get their in ears situated.
1: Yeah, yeah. That there was such a delay with their set; it was weird. Boston Manor killed it though, and Trash Boat, and that other band, Drug Church. That one.
0: You hear their first song and you've heard it all.
1: Yeah, it's like wow. This has been twenty five minutes of.
0: Well, yeah. There you have it. Don't give up your ghost. Movements, new album coming out September 18th
1: again. I like it. I'm excited. So there's not really a much, much just in in the music industry, I guess. Except for it's a lot of tour delays and reschedules and stuff.
0: Yeah, um, Silverstein actually decided to do a live stream do. event performing a hour-long set. Live from the
1: studio that they recorded their newest album, and it was absolutely fantastic. It was. I watched it. Under Oath did a live stream too. Did they? I did not watch it because they did three or four sets one for each album. Uh, They're only chasing safety, Define the Great Line, Lost in the Sound of Separation, and then I think like a covers set or like just a set of like newer songs and stuff. It was $15 for each performance. Oh, wow. And it happened while I was at work every single time, ah. so I was like, "Just not gonna, not gonna see that." I've seen Under Oath. I know what they sound like. They're yeah. good. Silverstein was the like, Silverstein thing. You know, it just, like it was a Sunday afternoon. It was ten bucks. I had nothing else to do.
0: Exactly, man. It was it was fun. I liked it, dude. It open They opened up with "Stand Amidst the Roar," bro, and ah, that's like my favorite song off of that album.
1: Yeah, that is a good good one. I like, like I was saying earlier, we were talking about this in between segments like i i i like that they did it in the studio with like all this gear i was like looking dude i was like oh hey paul mark's using like a line six helix pedal right like i was looking at everything i'm like this is this is cool can we talk about the badass earning ball guitar he has bro that's like the one thing i didn't pay that much attention to but his guitar looked cool they had like a a whole nice
0: like self-advertised commercial for it. they did
1: i like that how they had like these fake commercials for it
0: announcement of redux 2
1: they said yeah 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 redux 2 coming soon they said (laughs) my favorite one was the uh contact Kohler and Kohler and And Kohler Kohler. and And Kohler Kohler. and Kohler and Kohler. (laughs) That was funny. That
0: was awesome, man. I love their freaking little self-made advertisements for in-between songs. It was really cool. And the
1: whole like vacation ad for Massachusetts. Uh And then they went into playing Massachusetts. That's honestly because I wasn't paying attention to the ads at first. I was like, are these real? I wasn't even paying attention. And then I saw that one. I was like, this seems kind of silly. And it's like, visit Massachusetts. And then they it goes with the da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Da. I was like, oh, I see. I get it. This
3: is
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, they tied in the their own little... It was, it was really cool. I loved it. Yeah. It beautiful. Perfect.
1: The whole, like, locker room interviews were kind of annoying to me, though. Yeah. That was a little too cheesy, in my opinion. I, I
0: liked it, though. I feel yeah, like... I mean, it was, it was that, fun. That's, that's like, <laughs> classic that era. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, the the... Late two thousands, early twenty tens, like that type of era, like yeah, that I love that man. That was like really cool. It
1: was funny. (laughs) It was was a great. I enjoyed it. They did 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 you notice though? My only complaint, and it's not really a complaint, it's just an observation. Shane seemed like he was straining his voice a little bit in some parts. No, especially like on on infinite, like when he tried to hit the really high parts, he like almost had to go falsetto. It just sounded like he was like pushing himself, and if you like watched his face. Looked like he was trying to take a dump. Some of the times.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, he's doing a live performance, bro. That's that's the beauty of the live performance.
1: Yeah, I just, I don't know. It just, it kind of felt like maybe because they haven't done a live show in so long, he was kind of, well, straining his voice a little.
0: Not only that, but I mean, at the same time, that's how it is in any live performance, especially when you go into like something like that. At that, that's just the beauty of it. Yeah. It's raw. It's genuine. It's upfront. It's personal. It's in the moment. Like.
1: Oh, I do have an you're actual. Not gonna, complaint. You're not gonna, you're not
0: gonna be able to hit that beautiful falsetto note perfectly when well, yeah. you're in the middle of a live, high-energy performance. Like man. Paul
1: Mark, he was, he was on it, and then uh, the other guy, the bass player, what's his name, Billy something. Yeah, Billy, he his screams and his singing, they were dude. On for oh him. my
0: God, yes, I was amazed when he came in with the freaking gut rolls and stuff. I was like, yeah. damn,
1: all right, bro. Oh. I do have one complaint though. The, the part where Shane, like, stopped and point, pointed the mic at the camera, like, for people to sing at home, that was so awkward. I loved it. I was just, I loved like, it. I, I was, like, I was singing at home, so when he did that, I was, oh. like, yeah! See, I wasn't singing, I was just watching, and, like, <laughs> I, kind of bobbing my head, and I was, I was like, hey, oh, dude, oh. I
0: was, I was jamming, bro. I was jamming. Like, the parts where he was, like. Come on, clap your hands! I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna
1: clap my heads. This is what's up. Yeah, See, yeah, I was home. just I'm like in my living room. Let's jam. Let's was have a good there, time. Like lean back on the couch. I was like, Mm-mm. <laughs> I was doing the same thing I would do at a show, just in the comfort of my own home on the couch, <laughs> with my arms crossed. Just nope, not singing, not clapping. I'm here to watch. <laughs> You're singing, clap at shows. Don't lie. Sometimes, bro. Most come of the time, we've been to shows together. Yeah, I've seen you. <clears throat> I'm. Were I to go to a show now, though, I'd just be like. <laughs> The sane archers taste
0: like water. (laughs) Nah, dude, it was it was fantastic. I loved it. I enjoyed it. It was really cool. They treated it like a live show. Yeah. Even though, you know, it was in their studio. It was all it recorded was, it was live. Super cool. That's what I loved about it. It wasn't the the th- <laughs> thing that's been going on recently where they like edit and splice together like yeah. images and stuff to make it sound like pristine. It was like like it when the, it, when there were mistakes made or like a guitar was a little bit off tune like you could hear it and I fucking loved it. Cuz yeah. that's that's my favorite part about live shows, bro. That that raw element that you don't get from a recording. Yeah. I love that. I love when things are a little off or when you know, the the uh, the guitarist is a little bit off-key here, you know, or, you know, something like that, bro. Yeah. I, I I just like
1: that genuine, like, you don't know what's going to happen live,
0: you know. It was, it was really cool.
1: It was definitely a lot of fun. That was a... I just, I liked watching, because I like studio session stuff, it's fun to watch, and this was kind of like the best of both worlds. Yeah, Because <clears throat> they were treating it, like you said, like a live show, but they were in a studio and it was for all intents and purposes a studio session mm-hmm. but it was it was cool setlist was fantastic man. they they couldn't yeah. have done a better job with that setlist right man. especially
0: the uh the the toned down uh rendition of aquamarine yeah that, that was, was really beautiful good. With, with, the, with the that's cello. the one that he had the cello yeah yes
2: yeah.
1: the only <clears throat> the only thing it looked funny to me when they're doing my heroin like full but he's still got the acoustic guitar he's like sitting there holding the acoustic and screaming i was like just put it down bro (laughs) yeah i know
0: (laughs) i feel like he forgot to put it away for the song so it just like like, i'm gonna play you know what i'm just gonna play
1: well no i think they did it on purpose because remember they when they go back into the chorus they like dropped out and it was just him and the acoustic for that part which is weird i feel like they didn't need to do that like, it could have just been like Josh or Paul Mark on a clean setting. Yeah. Strumming, but you know. Or just
0: nothing, just vocals. Mm-hmm. Isolated vocals. Yeah. That's always cool. It was when so bands cool, yeah. do that
1: live. <clears throat> Definitely. My throat is like, sorry, guys.
0: You're ruining everything.
1: Okay. Much better.
0: <laughs> but yeah, that was really, really, really cool, man. I enjoyed it. I think it was like one of the best things that anybody could have done, and I love that it was Silverstein that did it.
1: Yeah. So, that's about all the news, huh? Yeah. There's nothing really going on except all the COVID stuff we covered earlier. Pretty much. So but we got some mini-reviews, though. Mini-reviews. You want to go or you want me to go?
0: Uh, Rock, paper, scissors.
1: All right. Piss. <laughs> okay so for the first time <clears throat> excuse me dang it
2: quit
0: quit <laughs> yeah. it stop it shut up
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, uh. <gasps> see what you did <laughs> i'm dying now <clears throat> Jeez. anyway for the first time in you know a little while I ventured off to listen to a new album that wasn't something we were planning on reviewing on the show. I came across I don't know how I think I just had these YouTube videos playing while I was just like chilling the other night and I was like on my phone not paying attention and then it gets to this video talking about the band Hot Mulligan which I've heard of just never listened to and it was this explanation as to like why they're the next big pop-punk thing and why they're so good and it played a couple of their songs and I was like Okay, I'm going to have to check them out. This is actually really interesting. So, this year, they had released an album called You'll Be Fine. It's actually their second album, I believe. Nice. Still haven't listened to the first, but I'll probably go back and listen to it. But from what I've heard from other people and reviews and stuff, is this album is ten times better than the first album. So, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but I did listen to the whole thing. And I very much enjoy it. And I'm going to play you right off the bat. This song it's called Equip Sunglasses.
0: I listened to this song when you posted it.
1: I love it. It's so good. This guitar part, this riff got stuck stuck in my head and that's why I listened to the whole album. Cuz so I was like, okay. Okay. And I like the kind of wonder years like yelling, singing. I love that riff so much.
2: Is it?
0: It's got classic pop-punk elements along yeah. with a few twists and curveballs.
1: I like it. It's definitely a lot like taking, you know, like an older band like New Found Glory or something and just like throwing it in and slamming it against like state champs or yeah. deep or something yeah i
0: like how angsty it is
1: too yeah like that's really
0: cool like the vocals and yeah and
1: it's got a little bit of like uh Trash more mode-esque. like modern emo or like midwest emo kind of thing going on too a little of like mineral and those kind of bands with like the off key and like i like it and this song is just really good So now, this album is very potentially going to be in my top ten for the end of the year. Nice, very nice. Because it's it's nice. I think I'm about to go on like a little modern pop pop punk dive, just because. I forget how good some of these bands Basically are. Basically, what
0: what mm-hmm. I've done recently then
1: yeah but you know i'm gonna try to find bands that i haven't listened to like i'm not gonna just go back and listen to state champs and real friends like i'm gonna try to listen to the bands that i never gave a chance before and see see how it turns out well that's
0: how i've discovered some of my favorite pop punk bands of all time Mm -hmm. like trash boat and um capstan
1: which i still need to give capstan a real like thorough listen still haven't done that
0: they're, they're they're one of those bands that it's kind of like hard to really dive into their sound. Right.
1: I don't know, this this, just among everything, this stands out to me so much. I don't know what it is about it. I just, I like the guitar tones. I like the guitar parts. Honestly, this is a rare occasion for me, but I've very seldom paid attention to the lyrics on this album. I was just like, Everything else just sounded so... Yeah, I was like, I'm really enjoying this. I don't need to ruin it by finding out what he's talking about. Right. <laughs> and this, this song, um, Feel Like Crab. This is a really good one, too.
0: Real beachy.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it e- says crab.
0: Equipped sunglasses, feel like crab.
1: Yeah. There is a little bit of like a... They remind me of Seaway a little bit. Not that they that's, sound that's similar. The kind of,
0: that's the kind of vibe But I they kind thinking. of have
1: that like... Like, yeah. It's just... It's kind of got more of like an alternative rock feel to it. And they're like the dueling vocal kind yeah. of thing. Which they, they don't have a lot of it like Seaway. But, you know. You get the point. I do. I do indeed. And I'm just proud of myself for venturing off and actually listening to something new that was in this realm it wasn't like an obligation for the show
0: <laughs> right it's it's crazy how we do similar things like this a lot because the band i'm going to show you similar fa- finding method uh similar uh checking out method yeah all of that
1: so i guess you could say it was same same but different but still same but still same. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <clears throat> believe it or not I actually first heard of these guys because uh um this this artist uh hunter thompson hunter gk thompson is what he goes by um he's one of the worship leaders actually at bethel church in california Uh and he posts like a lot of like what he's listening to all the time he'll just be like yeah you know just spinning this record and he talks about these guys a lot and he talks about neck deep a lot and stuff and you don't see a lot of people in that world talking about these bands so i was like well if he's into them i gotta check them out like I was like if it's it's gotta be cool because it's you know, like I said, you just don't see a lot of people like in my position and in that world talking about this kind of music anymore, so I'm like the ones that they are talking about it's gotta be good, right like I
0: like these guys,
1: yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of this album.
0: See. I welcome any and all pop punk-esque bands.
2: <clears throat>
1: Speaking of which, there were two new albums that came out this past Friday that are...
0: Pop punk as pop punk gets? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to...
1: I'm gonna jump to "Dirty Office Bongos" just because I like the name of that. Nice. <laughs> the name of this song. Yeah, it's a good song. Should we uh? Should we do a like a double review for "Neck Deep" and "Broadside" next week?
2: Because
1: uh. I kind of want the excuse to have to listen to those more. depends do we have anything else coming out I think so
0: because it's the beginning of August is it Point North yep and
1: in uh, heart's wake uh, I feel like Point North is the one that we're both going to listen to yes so we'll do that I'll save one of those for a mini review
0: is, is it coming out
1: is I feel it like it's later August? in August
0: let's find out here gonna do our research
1: yeah, we do our research live on the show <laughs> So that's how professional we are Definitely
0: No, it's later in August It's the 21st
1: of August So we don't have Anything really that, Not a common album anyway
0: Yeah, because In Hearts Wake is August 7th
1: So I'll probably let you do Like a mini review on that one I'll take I'll take one of those neck deep or broadside. I'll do a mini review. Cause in two weeks we're. How not... about
0: we'll each do a mini review of one of the albums, and we'll collectively come together and review the other album as our full album review.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: So we'll tackle that when we get to that.
1: Yeah, but we'll jump that, off that bridge when we get to it. That
0: seems to be the the setup that we're going for here.
1: And if you guys want to share your thoughts on any of these three albums we might talk about them on the show as a matter of fact we're talking about a, an album recommendation today yes, by Daniel Daniel DSD confessionals he's been doing a the like top top 10 albums of every year from like 2000 to 2009 mm-hmm. it's been really interesting it's kind of reminded me of some albums and, and it inspired me to actually do my own so that I can kind of restructure and rethink my top 100 for when we get to that Right. and it's helping so much to like break it down by year and I'm like wow the 2000s really were the best time for music in my opinion
0: so so I feel like Early 2010s were probably the objective year for me, honestly. But I can see
1: that. I feel like there's a lot of albums from that era that are gonna be in your top 100. There's a whole that are all just like just missed mine. Let's go one more song here. Okay. Um, let's go. Digging in, I like this song a lot.
0: I like that little yeah I like that offbeat on the the drums though yeah goes from that groove to that nice
3: little
1: yeah I really like the fact that he starts off with kind of the lower voice which he does a, a bit in the album but I like how he kind of worked his way into the the scream this time I will be uh, adding this album to my rotation of listenings quite a bit. What else is even... Now we're going to have to listen to movements when that comes out. Yes, sir. Um, Paris' new album will come out eventually. It got moved from May to July and then now from July to August, and we'll see if it stays there. (laughs) But
0: got a fit for a king coming out in september
1: oh yeah nice heavy album for you ryan um,
0: kirby's a beast
1: he is uh he is beastly I'm trying to think who else is like due out for albums
0: well i know for sure trash boats
1: do for an album but yeah, i still have not heard rhyme or reason from them since his fail apparently has already written their new album but I don't know if they got to record it before the COVID or if they they're getting to record it in quarantine.
0: Freaking a day to remember still has yet to reveal That's anything never about out. their album.
1: I'm I gave up. It, <laughs> it, it it'll come out when it comes out. <laughs> Four years, guys, come on. <laughs> Four score in twenty years from now. <laughs> Icy
0: Stars has been due for one for the same amount of time as the day to remember. Yeah, did you
1: have- see though? That is one uh, article that Alt Press posted that I just kind of skimmed over, but they actually interviewed Devin Oliver, and he was talking about how writing for the new album has been heavily influenced by what he's learned from his uh, solo Shy Beast thing. Okay, cool. So essentially, it's going to be Breathe Carolina now. Awesome. They're just going to be a, an EDM artist. I'm I'm down for that, dude. Yeah, I, I like
0: to Breathe Carolina's return to the vocals on their latest release. It's really good. I didn't listen to it. Why, man? It's Breathe Carolina. I just, uh, dude. I'm I'm an I'm a neon, freaking yeah. emo person. So Breathe
1: Carolina is just.
0: Well, in I, that I, li-
1: I like Breathe Carolina enough. They've never been like my favorite, but I like them enough. It's just I, I don't know. I didn't care. Once they, like, just left the scene behind, I was like, good riddance. <laughs> All right.
0: All right, well, I got a band for you. Uh, tell me if you've heard this name before, Imminence. Believe it or not, I have heard the name. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I know nothing si- about the band. We're in similar boats because I've heard the name Haunt Mulligan. Never checked him out. Nice. Eminence. Uh Similar light. I was uh, on YouTube for whatever reason. I... I think it was Three Days Grace's cover of somebody I used to know. I checked that out. It's, I didn't listen to that. I was like, "What?" It's boring. <laughs> it's very boring. I believe it. And I don't like Three Days Grace without Adam, dude. Yeah. I just it's something's off, dude. Pretty it much, I've sound just been right. listening to One X. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I <listen> dude. To. <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah, I came across this. It sounded interesting. The band name and the song title, "Infectious." But what really got me was the picture was a dude playing a violin. And I'm like, okay, I like stuff with violin. So we're going to listen to the song Infectious off of the album that came out last year called Turn the Light On. Oh my God, here I am with the mic again. Jesus.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why does this keep happening? (laughs)
0: This is like in the realm of like a toned-down Architect's uh, sempiternal era Bring Me the Horizon. Okay.
1: I was going to say, I'm going to be honest with you, boss. I don't know what to expect here.
0: I just like the incorporation of the violin, which the lead singer does.
1: Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I this wish. is very architecty. Yeah,
3: dude. It's very pretty. The conclusion ah, is an illusion.
1: his scream sounds like Sam from Architects mixed with um, Jared from Bless the Fall yep like I said it's in that realm yeah
0: I get, I'm get. i getting like a heavy like Sepiternal Era sounding bring me the
1: horizon S <laughs> I can see it yeah so that guy's playing the violin huh yes sir interesting you got it right off the bat, and just got to show respect that he's that talented. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do more of it, though. I wish there would be
0: more violin incorporated because it's uh, this is one of the the heaviest violin songs on this album, uh-huh. and their previous work has more of it, but it's kind of just like sprinkled in I wish there would be a song where he would just like go off with it man you know kind of (laughs) Lindsey Sterling style you know what I mean just like let it loose man like let that breakdown hit just go ham on it man like that would be freaking awesome He kind of gives me like a vibe of like older, uh, too close to touch
1: too. Yeah, vocal I was stylings. just thinking that, yeah. Where
0: it's like really like emotional and strained, no. you know. Even that ambience
1: kind of reminds me of that style too. Yeah. Obviously heavier, but I can see it. Just
0: really good stuff, man. Nice. Yeah. The next song I'm going to play for you off this album, here, is called Disconnected.
1: Just really catchy. Nice and bouncy.
0: Yeah, I love it, man. I'm a sucker for stuff like this. This is like a modern version of like my my freaking shit, man. From,
2: like
0: <laughs> <the> early 2010s. <laughs> nice. I'm gonna
1: be honest. This is a lot less heavy than I expected when I first heard the name Imminent. Yeah, me I too. I just assumed it was like... Super metalcore. Yeah, I was like thinking periphery kind of stuff.
3: Yeah.
0: As I said, it's more like a toned-down Architects.
3: Yeah.
1: Toned down Architects, I like it. because you know even on the
0: wider parts of Architects you've still got Sam yeah Yeah.
3: you know what I mean
0: yeah this guy's actually got a bleh of his own oh yeah
1: his own bleh bleh bleh
0: (laughs) I do not go eh, bleh bleh (laughs) hotel Transylvania sorry (laughs) nothing too complicated there's nothing crazy going on as far as you know like guitar riffs or anything like that it's just like that nice catchy bouncy get stuck in your head you know it's got that beautiful melody behind it it's awesome oh yeah I love it
3: oh yeah
1: it's very uh, it's very easy on the ears if that makes sense yeah there's the violin.
0: They also dropped an acoustic oh. album this year based off of this album.
1: Okay. As everybody's doing because it's the only thing they can do. It's very, very pretty. I love it. And oh, they've even mi-
0: got an acoustic version of Crawling.
1: The Linkin Park song? Yes, sir. Oh. Mm-hmm. We missed a piece of news, by the way. What is that? There's a new Sleeping with Sirens song. Is there? And it's decently heavy, considering. Okay.
0: Like I'll, play it. I'll play it. Why is there a new Sleeping with Sirens song though? They just dropped an album. It's,
1: there's a deluxe version of the album coming God out. dang it! Which I, who cares? But you know, I liked that album a lot though.
0: I did. I did too. I 100 percent, absolutely do.
1: It's the the first thing from Sleeping with Sirens that I've enjoyed thoroughly since 2011. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, I've I've liked, I liked a lot of songs off of Madness. Stuff like that. Anyway, well, we'll uh, I'll, I'll play it for you before we move on. Definitely. After, after your review here. Right,
0: this one's called "The Sickness."
1: Down with the sickness?
0: No, absolutely nothing like that.
1: <laughs> oh, uh, 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 someone just needs to turn that into a metalcore song. <laughs> oh,
2: <no.
0: coughs>
1: Oh my god. I'm so sorry. (laughs) What happened? Man, something is triggering my allergies. I'm sorry, guys.
0: See, this reminds me of, like, Ollie's singing in Simp Eternal.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I just... You said Architects, and now that's all I can think. I'm like, they sound like Architects. <laughs> just with more violin. It's definitely heavier than Simp Eternal. Yeah. Like, the Chugs are, like, more down-tuned, heavier...
0: Like the incorporation of the violin in the in the chorus. Yeah. there it is yep The violin just struck me as really cool and really yeah. different.
1: It's unique.
0: I I I like other than that it's all basically you know, the the, same, the same stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah. But I like it. I love it. It's it's good. They're very good at what they do, that's for sure.
0: As I said, I wish they would have more of the violin incorporated in the music. But... It is
1: it is definitely something they I feel like they have that's their own. Like, there are a lot of bands that incorporate, like, violin and electronics and stuff, but the fact that he's, like, playing a violin himself is, like, cool.
0: I said, I wish there was more of that. I wish they could have, like, a full-on, like, breakdown violin, like, song. You know? Like, just nothing but that. Yeah. An AC-130 with violin. Could you imagine
1: that? Yeah. That'd be dope. You think you can play do 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 Sorry. Anyway, let me let me just uh, get this over with. I'll show you real quick. New sleeping with sirens song called Talking to Myself. Oh. Just sounds like the album. It's like a B-side basically. It's a good song though.
0: Sounds very Papa Roach-esque.
1: I hate you. (laughs) It does. Okay, whatever. I'm okay with it.
0: But I like that he's actually screaming again. Yeah. And not just like a subtle, like, here and there. Like, throughout the whole previous album he he did it quite frequently
1: yeah i just i feel like the sound that worked best for them was let's cheers to this yep like that kind of mid like just a updated version of like the mid-2000s like alt rock screamo whatever you want to call it like that just that fit them so well and then they just they've been going all over the place since then it's like just pick it's kind of the problem that i had with falling in reverse like pick a lane yeah This is about as
0: close to, let's cheers to this as you can get, though. Yeah. Honestly.
2: It's a
1: little... The guitars are too, like, radio butt-rocky. Yeah. But, hey, you know, I don't mind it. It's just the songs are well-written enough that I'm like, okay.
0: I, just feel, I, I feel like this is where their comfort zone lies, and I feel like this is what yeah. happens to a lot of bands that go to that mainstream... Record label, and then get off of it because they're like, yeah. no, Screw this. But they take what they learned from that as far as writing like a radio hit, yeah, and then they like use what they have been doing all along intertwined with that
1: all time low, yeah. But I just, you know, they hit something good with Let's Cheers to This, and then you know, songs like Kick Me and We Like It Loud, and those mm-hmm. kind of more middle of the road, like punk like post hardcore songs I feel like that works so well for them and then for Madness they went on, on to whatever the hell that yeah. other album was yeah. and I just and even even the very first album like it worked with that whole like kind of sceney post hardcore like we're gonna chug a chug a little bit kind of sound it worked I just I feel like they hit something special with let's cheers to this it's yeah, the only bro. album of theirs in my top 100
0: I absolutely love that album man
1: and it's quite honestly one of the best albums ever made ever, in my opinion. But it's like I hate when bands do that. They they make one like really phenomenal album, album, and then everything else is just and mediocre. Then it's
0: just like bye bye, no more.
1: And apparently, there's going to be like acoustic songs and stuff on the re-release. Whatever, you know. Okay. So yeah. That was a, the new sleeping with sirens song, which we should have covered at the beginning. My bad, but I forgot about it. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't that special. It's good. I yeah. like it. We got mini reviews. You uh digging that Eminence album. I'm really liking Hot Mulligan. Hope you guys are liking all of it. And we're gonna hit you with our main segment of the day. After these messages and that funk. <laughs> <laughs> Never That was Doomsday by Architects. <laughs> Just kidding. That was that was my band from back in the day. We 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 were called Graze the Ocean, and then we were called The Moment Past, and before all of that, we were called Almost Comma Maine. <laughs> and here we are, not a band anymore. That one song on the iTunes and the Spotify's, and, and that's it. The Google plays. And the YouTubes, so you, you can go check it out. It's called Dark Places. Um, yeah, we just needed a transition song for this week and didn't have any bands to feature. So, uh, yeah, why not? A little self-promotion. Help put .3 cents in my bank account.
0: <laughs> that you're not even in control of anymore.
1: Yeah, a bank account that no longer belongs to me. <laughs> All right. That's awesome.
0: Well, we're moving on to our main topic of the day. Thank you Daniel for the recommendation.
1: This is a uh, something new for us. We excuse me. We you know, we've taken recommendations kind of so-so, but this is this is the first time that we were like, okay, we'll just listen to it once, twice maybe and then kind of give our live raw reactions here on the show. And since Daniel is so kind and always has such nice things to say about us and about the show figured we would do, do the honor of taking his recommendation and listening to it. The album, the future
0: is canceled by the band captain where are sinking,
1: which is a, it's a, it's a fun album. I like it.
0: Upon I my do... initial listening of it, I, I, I I liked it, but yeah. as I said this is nice going to be pretty album. much pretty much our genuine live reactions because we yeah. just we as Brandon said we just like listen to it just to kind of get a, a a feel for it. Yeah. But we didn't actually listen to it, listen to it. So you're going to get our actual reactions
1: and like our genuine thoughts on this album today right now. Right here. Even though the album came out in 2013. Yes. <laughs> Um, and I real quick, i just i i don't know if you knew this, but i think if if I understood Daniel right, one of the guys in this band, possibly the singer or main songwriter, is the little brother of one of the guys from the Men Singers. oh, cool um they're or they're related somehow <sighs> I think they're brothers, I think, but there's a little fun fact for you call 'em call them cousins brother cousins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's jump in. This is the first song. Adultery. Which is a really, really fun song. I like this song a lot.
0: I like it right off the bat because of like the, the nasty like feedback turning yeah. on. Her. Like, I
1: like that. It's got that kind of raw feel to it. I love that. It. Just... Yeah. good opener for the album too oh yeah it's got an interesting groove that I was not expecting yeah me either I love that guitar right
3: there it's my favorite part of the
1: song just say it i freaking love this song yeah this is a such a good song
0: it's fan-freaking-tastic man i love it i like the kind of like silliness of the lyrics too yeah especially like in the in the chorus (laughs) or the verse i guess pre pre pre-chorus yeah where he's like my best friend is my
1: dog (laughs) yeah (laughs) which i guess Right yep. there. My best friend is my dog. Yeah. Which I, you know, I'm sure there's like a serious meaning behind the song, but y- you know, I'm sure they knew like how kind of silly that would be taken. But this is just a good song, man. Oh, yeah. It's very raw, it's got a lot of dynamic to it, very angsty. Yeah. And honestly, it kind of, you know, I say this a lot. This is the backdrop from which I reference everything and from which I compare everything but it sounds pretty close to some of the like mid 2000s like post hardcore emo stuff like really raw definitely angsty um but it also gives me a lot of like um like actual like old school punk like it kind of kind of gives me like a black flag vibe okay to a little extent like some of the and then like uh, suicidal tendencies, maybe just a, l- a little hint of that in there, you know. It's nice. I really, I really enjoy stuff like this. It honestly, I kind
0: of compare this and Save Face almost. Okay. Kind of neck and neck. I can, I can see that. Yeah, like it, it, it's got that same vibe. It's got that same like instrumentation. Yeah. Um. Just for some reason, these guys didn't really like stick out to me in any like particular way. Yeah. It's good. I like it, but sorry, Daniel, but it's just, it, it it's hit or miss for me. I really do like it, though. Yeah. This is a really good song, too. I, I love the nature of the album. I love the, the ambience, the vibe, the, the rawness of it. It's great. It's awesome. But it didn't strike any chords with me. Yeah. If and we're if we're being honest here.
1: To be honest, I only listened to it all the way through maybe twice. Yeah, me too. So I maybe more time with it'll it'll stick out to me more. But there was nothing initially that really was just like Whoa, this is like the best thing ever. It's like like the hot mulligan album, like that riff Yeah on that on equipped sunglasses. Like I was like, nothing, yes, I need this nothing album. Nothing
0: like that stuck out to me, honestly. Maybe all.
1: the the little guitar at the, at the, the beginning, beginning of the first song, the, at the, the very the, beginning. The, nah, 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 that, like, kind of off pitch kind of thing. That And the more I pay attention to the album, maybe I'll hear more little, like, candy, ear candy, like that, that gets me. But it is very good, like, pop punky, like, alt rock, emo, Midwest, uh, Heartland, um, uh, up north, not not from these parts, kind of rock and roll yeah, emo. Yeah, definitely. We don't we don't have stuff like this around here. Yeah, yeah. Think about it. Like, well, you know, we got at the drive-ins from El Paso. And yeah. That's a pretty similar style band. Um, a little more chaotic, but then for the most part. It's like, mostly
0: just like straight-on metalcore here. Yeah, you know, like Crown the
1: Empire is from Dallas. Yeah. and Memphis Mayfire is from Dallas, and bands like that. We don't. We don't have in New Mexico. Just has nobody. Yeah. Uh, broken Side, and you know how that turned out. <laughs> they, Pedophiles. They. Wow. Okay.
3: <laughs> but
0: anyway. So that's what New Mexico has to offer. I really like this. I I like yeah. this
1: guy's vocal styling too. Yeah, it's very enjoyable to listen to. It's good background music. Like, I, one of the times I listened to it was at work. This was, like, way back when Daniel first recommended this. I listened to it at work, and I just don't have any complaints. I was like, this is good. This is nice to have in the background. There's nothing bad to
0: say about this album. That's definitely a good thing. Yeah. But maybe it's just... Where my musical background is from, I don't know. It just, like, nothing on this album sticks out to yeah. me and,
1: like, just makes me go, whoa. And to be, to be completely fair, I just, I find myself having trouble being interested in listening to a lot of newer bands in this genre, in this scene. Just because I feel like, and I hate to say it, but I've said it before. I know I feel like I've kind of grown out of it a bit. Uh-huh. Just me personally, like, it's not that I don't like this stuff anymore. It's just not, it doesn't hit me the same way anymore as like, you know, when I listen to a new, like Gable Price. Like that's one of the first albums in forever that really hit me. And Chris Renzema, like stuff like yeah. that is really where I'm at Oh, musically. I'll say this. Like just me personally.
0: Contrasted to your personally. I love stuff like this, man. Mm. I absolutely love it. I don't know what it is about this album or this band, but it's just like nothing is hitting me. Like yeah. normally I'm just like, mm, yeah, this is shit. Now this I'm just like I like this. This isn't bad. This is good. But it's not I don't, I don't know. I don't relate to it. My yeah. heart doesn't grab it. Like, I, 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 I mean, it keeps yeah. my attention. It's a really good background music, like you this said. Definitely staying downloaded on my
1: phone. Oh yeah, absolutely. I just, I'm kind of learning more to embrace this side of myself again, though a little bit. You know, I had to step away from it and kind of grow as a person, I guess. And now I'm like learning. I don't have to listen to every single new band that comes out, but I don't have to be ashamed of the fact that I do like some of the new bands that are coming out. Absolutely. Like it, I don't know, it's just this weird, like, you grow up, and then you kind of revert back a little bit in a way. It's like you you realize, like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that stuff's like who I am. Like, I, I have an excuse for, like, older stuff. Like, every album in my top 100, I just use the excuse, like, oh, that's my Led Zeppelin. You know, like... The old people that move on from being, like, rock and roll kids, like, yeah. still have ACDC and Led Zeppelin. Oh, dude,
0: me for sure. Like, I, as I said to you earlier, freaking uh Forever the Sickest Kids, man. Like, yeah. I went back and I was listening to them and I'm like, damn, these guys aged well. Yeah, Like, it's so, like out there and radical but like this is just who I am like I'm a, I'm a neon emo kid like yeah. you know how they had like that labelization or whatever mm. I was in the neon man like that's just, yeah. that's just where I fell that's what I was listening to that's what I still listen to and I, god dang it man like am I not proud of it like I was yeah. bumping them dude I was just like yes dude this is this is awesome this is fantastic yeah. I love this this is this is where it's at
1: well not you know, I, I appreciate that stuff a lot. I love bands like Forever the Sickest Kids, Hey Monday, The yeah. Cab I mentioned earlier. I got we the kings. went back to the cab. Yeah, we the Kings. That stuff's really, really good. I think because I was closer to graduating high school and like more on the cusp of adulthood. Right. And at the time, for some reason I just really wanted everything to be chug a chug so i think all of us
0: had that phase at one point where everything we listened to had to be that and if it wasn't that we didn't want to listen to it yeah
1: so and it that's very true and now i'm like because i was so up in that (laughs) that was a weird way to say that up in that
2: all up up in that up in here, in (laughs) here because
1: i was so like in that mindset is what i was going for that um now I had to revert from it now I'm like if it has Chugs I probably don't like it as much because I'm sick and tired of it <laughs> it's all the same all
0: the fucking same <laughs> this song is fantastic the future is cancelled the, the future, the future is cancelled a lot of times the self titled song from the album is amazing yeah like it's just it's it's like probably one of the best if not the best song on the album and Probably that's. It's definitely th- one
1: of the best songs on the album. Probably that's
0: where the album title is derived from because it's like yeah. the best song. But
1: yeah, definitely. And speaking of that, I did go back and listen to a metalcore album this week that I forgot to mention earlier: uh, "Fragile Figures" by Secrets. Yes. The only Secrets album that I still actually really enjoy, because it's the only one where they didn't try too hard to be something; they just were them themselves, and. Fragile Figures, the self-titled, the title track, was one of the best songs on the album. In hindsight. But, yeah, just relatable point. Yeah, I I dig this. This song's very punky.
0: That's what I love about it, bro. Like it's just very upbeat I just like, and aggressive. I like how it starts off and then progresses because it starts off like so, just like pretty and you know, it's got the nice, clean guitar tone behind it, and then it just like drops off from like that that major key to like yeah. going into like these minor keys and like dipping off into like a darker edge. Yeah, really, really cool stuff, man. <laughs> very really cool well written song real fast pace. Yeah. Kind of chaotic.
1: Yeah. It is pretty like Yeah. It's got like that kind of like sporadic movement CKY reference.
0: (laughs) Hey Brandon, you know that one song that goes
1: Bernadette. Bernadette. I know her. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fantastic song too. Montreal. I hope I use proper accent. That is like a French Canadian place, right? Sure. Montreal. In Quebec. <laughs> Sorry. It's from the show Letter Kenny. If you never watched that. Have not.
0: is one of the more poppy songs. Yeah.
1: I like it. That is One one of the major takeaways from this album for me is that it's very heartfelt. Yeah. Like, you know, we talk about emotional music and like that coming through in the music. They're able to do this without it being as like, because, you know, I would equate like Glass Jar, The Used, or bands like that as emotional too. Right. But they're emotional and like, they just like lose their effing minds and like, they, yeah. they're like, rah, 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 going all over the place kind of. They're able to do it in a contained way. Like, it's very emotional and his voice strains when it needs to. Yeah. And the music picks up when it needs to. But it's. It never goes so crazy that it's like, man, this is just that screamo stuff. It really is, though.
0: If I would label anything <laughs> as screamo, it would be this.
2: Yeah.
1: But it, it it's hard because like essentially this like time frame like 2013 to like 2018 like that pop punk is like essentially screamo yep. because every band goes like just yells yep. and just goes gives it their all man yeah. like emo at its core bro which is is
0: cool it's really cool that's like my favorite era dude it's it's just got to be hands down like I relate most to... Like, my favorite album came out in 2014.
1: Your favorite album? My like, favorite
0: album. Of all time? Of all time. Came out in 2014.
1: We gotta get to this top 100, because I'm, like, so curious to hear this. Yes, sir. I think my top 100s it needs very little more tweaking.
0: I haven't touched mine in a little bit, but... Uh, That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sorry.
0: I love this song. More tequila, less Joe.
1: Oh yeah, that's a good one. This is fantastic song. I just, I like this stuff. I like how it makes me feel like I'm part of the elite. If that makes sense, like I feel like yeah, not a lot of people know about this stuff. I'm into it. That's one of the things honestly that drew me to Hot Mulligan. I'm like, this band isn't huge at all, but it's like excellent music right and I like feeling like I'm in that category but at the same time I'm really not because I would have never heard of this album if Daniel hadn't recommended it I would have never listened to Hot Mulligan without happening to have a video about them playing in the background right like it's this literally just the, the modern day version of hearing a song on the radio So
0: expansive now, man. Like it's really hard to know about every band that's out there, man.
1: Yeah. But like, believe me, I I spent a lot of time trying. I I, gave up.
0: I, I, I I find myself in that category of showing bands to other people though, that haven't heard of it and like turning them onto one of like their, their new favorite bands. Like I, I used to love doing
1: that. I just, it's what a weird. Of, I don't really care anymore.
0: One of the bands that I used to be able to do that with, and that I did that with a lot of people, was Icy Stars. Okay. So many people had never heard of Icy Stars, and they would always ask me what my tattoo was. And I'm just like, dude, this is like my, one of my favorite bands of all time, Icy Stars. And they would check them out. It was over with, man. They were like, dude, this is like the best thing ever. I'm yeah. just like, yep.
1: So, they are good. They are good speaking of which I was just so I'm I'm gonna be going through like metalcore albums again and trying to determine hardly any of them if any make it into my top 100 that's just a given but I'm trying to do like a separate like best metalcore of all time Uh so that I can figure out which albums I really do need to keep paying attention to that really held up over time right um and I See Stars is definitely in that conversation for me but New Demons, I think, is like their best album. Absolutely, I think hands like, down. It just it holds up. It's very well written. It's like you could see it's what they were trying to unique. do. Unique, like Digital Renegade. You could tell what they were going for. But New Digital Demons is Renegade like perfect- was the
0: start of what they were going for. And then they yeah. got rid of half the band and they transitioned to what Treehouse was.
1: Yeah, which which is another. Like their second best album yeah, in my opinion. Absolutely. Just because it's very.
0: Digital Renegade, I feel like, has my favorite songs. Huh.
1: That from, may from honestly maybe my least favorite album of theirs. At but this point. yes,
0: it is probably my least favorite. Even. Even over um, End of the World Party, which well, that was a very like bland.
1: The The reason I like End of the World Party in 3D so much, is it's like they're the those albums fit in like that neon emo era that you're talking about yeah. but they also kind of dabble with the whole like scene metal core thing mm-hmm. it's like sleeping with sirens only like neon emo yep in my opinion
0: absolutely dude
1: that was a little tangent for you but <laughs> you know beer can this is this is one of my favorite songs on the album just because I like the name, Beer Can. Because it's like, you can tell it's a serious song, but when I first heard it, I was like, this is going to be a party song. <laughs> yeah, like, so.
0: One thing I can say about these guys, I love the way they structure their songs. Yeah, yeah. It's not your typical styling of structuring as far as, you know, like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. End or whatever. It, it they're they're kinda like here there, here there, here there. So yeah. you know what I mean? It's like chaotic in a way, almost. But yeah, it's like yeah, very definitely.
1: but it's very clean, very creative, and it makes sense. What blows my mind is how this came out in twenty thirteen. Yeah. This is not what was happening in twenty thirteen at Which all. Which is probably why it's not like the most well known stuff, because in 2013, everybody wanted New Demons. Sempaternal. Sempaternal. This is Sempaternal. And so is every other album. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else came out in 2013? The Outcast worst Palisades. Asking Alexandria album. Hey, man. I like From Death to Destiny, okay? Okay, that that's a
0: Bite lie. Me.
2: Actually... The, the, one first, th-
1: the first one with Danny back is the worst album. I'll give you that one. The Was it self-titled? Yeah. Even though Alone in a Room is such a good song, but it's the only good song they've written besides like a couple of the um, songs off of like A House on Fire.
0: Which, which Dance Gavin dance album came in? The first one with Tillian came out in 2013.
1: 2013. Um. Uh, Not Instant Gratification. You know, the one before that. It acceptance, was acceptance Speech. There you go. Yeah.
0: Acceptance Speech. And, um... Think, oh, uh, Rescue and Restore came out that year. August Burns Red. Yep,
1: yep. And the very best The Color Morale album. Yes. No Hope. No Hope, Yeah. One of the only metalcore albums that's probably in my favorite albums of all time. Um... Trying to think of what else. Hollow bodies. Yes, hollow bodies. The other best metalcore album.
0: That definitely did come out. Um,
1: I did a little. Windshifts came out in 13, didn't it? This is how the wind shifts. Yep. Windshifts did come out in 13. I did a little uh, deep dive into Bless the Fall again the other day, just because it had been a while. So I started with his Last Walk because Daniel had had that as one of his top album, or it was an honorable mention, I think, for 2007. And I was like, you know, that was my favorite album when I was, like, 16. I need to listen to that again. And it's good. But Witness is still their best album, in my opinion.
0: You know, that crown could probably be taken
1: for, by Hard Feelings. I I like Hard Feelings a lot. It's the right direction. I don't know that it's, like, their best album. I, I Something about the – no, you know what? uh
0: damn it man this is such a hard discussion here well how about we get to that way we're gonna have to do a bluff yeah because I'm gonna go yeah. off
1: so hard on this <laughs> I the only point that I wanted to make is witness like if you listen to the guitar aside from the chugs witness sounds like a seosin album yeah which I think is why I love it so much because it I literally just watched like bober shell doing some like seosin playthroughs uh-huh. and then I listened to witness that night and I was like very similar. Did these riffs sound like they could be on the self-titled Se- Seosin record, which... Well, I think another thing that has to do with that... Possibly my favorite album of all time. We'll find was out. for
0: Witness and Awakening, they went with a, uh, a rock producer. Yeah, like a butt rock producer. Yeah. So that's why those two albums have like show like a distinct yeah.
1: sonic sound. But even as far as like metalcore... Goes, even though it sounds like everything else out there, they do it so much better. Like, hollow bodies to those left behind, like, yep. those are leaps and bounds, in my opinion, above anything else that came out in that world. Yep, which is crazy. And I'm going off on a tangent again. That's, I'm sorry. that's
0: crazy how we can go from this to, well, I think it was the. The gear that this album came out. Yeah, we're talking about Hollow the. Hollow bodies album. came out in 2013. That's
1: crazy to think that this was the same year as that, but it's like yeah. so different. And yet, yeah, and yet this this album feels very relevant. Like it could have came out this year or last. Yeah. year. Like I really feel like this fits in with like the new broadside and the new neck deep and yeah, all Mulligan absolutely. and all these other bands we're talking about like movements,
0: like, trash boat.
1: Yeah, but this is like kind of pre that. Which is there's nothing wrong with. It's just crazy. Yet I've never heard of these guys before, Daniel. Ahead of their time. That's what I think about this band. Absolutely. And I think they only have one other full-length album so far. Which came out in like 2017, I, I didn't, maybe? I didn't
0: check out any of their other stuff. Just this one.
1: I, I looked. Like, I looked at their discography to see. So they have The King of No Man is an album from 2017 it's got a song called the future is canceled part two nice cool I'm gonna check this album out but yeah ahead of their time I would say for this band absolutely I like it a lot. It's uh, one of Daniel's favorite albums of all time from what I understand, which I can see. I can see that, especially Absolutely. based on his like musical taste. He's very a lot like me. This dude is like in love with the 2000s, which all people with a normal brain should be in my opinion. But <laughs> he um I can see this. I can see why this is one of his favorite albums. I like it a lot. Not gonna be one of my top 100 or no, anything. It's not said. It's good. But to be fair, my top 100, anything past 2010 is kind of like not on that list anymore for the most part.
0: I, I love how much our top 100s are gonna vary here, man. It's gonna be so cool to see.
1: And the crazy thing is, I feel like a lot of stuff in your list. I'm gonna be like, I love that. I wish I could have made room for it. And I feel like you're you're gonna be the same same for me, bro. Yep. Like I love that. I wish I could have made room for it, but it's like, you know, this
0: is just how it goes, man.
1: The music that defines me is the music that defines me. You know.
0: I think it also has a lot to do with, um, like, a lot of bands that you absolutely loved and listened to a lot, like Mm -hmm. throughout their career. I didn't even really get into until like they weren't even a thing anymore. And I'm right. just like, I, I don't feel like I can justify putting that. That that's a, where a lot of my mindset goes with my yeah. top 100. I'm just like, I never really listened to these guys until later. And I never really got hardcore into them. So I can't put them there. There's yeah. other bands that I just absolutely loved and had to jam like all the time that deserves a spot there
1: instead of these guys. And I should You know there's probably some Bands from like this era And like the last decade That fit in that for me But In the same boat I kind of feel like Because They haven't been around as long And this is my top 100 of all time Mm -hmm. Which To be fair there's like Nothing earlier than the 90s in there And there's very few From the 90s in there But For me like These albums are the albums that And the artists that have just... They've been there since I was a wee lad. Yeah. You know, like Memphis Mayfire was my favorite band at one point, but I was out of high school when they became my favorite band, you know? Right. Like, I feel like... Like, 18 to, like, 26-year-old Brandon... they didn't stick around for you as long as they should have. Yeah, they, they they fizzled out pretty fast for me. And so did, like, a majority of those bands. But... And I also feel like just Brandon from age 18 to like 25 it wasn't in his best judgment years, wasn't his wisest. <laughs> so the music I liked then, not as, a, not as good as what I like now and what I liked there's, before. There,
0: there's quite a few things like that for me where I'm like, I was all about that album and I've, I'll go back and look, re-listen to it and I'm just like, why did I like yeah. this so much? Because I listen to it now and I'm just like, I don't really care for this. Why is this... Why yeah. was this so, like... Why did I listen
1: to this so much, man? Like, damn. And, you know, like, the any of the albums that are, like, important to me, they still hold a special place to me. But I can also... Like, looking at my mindset as just a wide-eyed, fresh, high school kid listening to bands like Under Oath or Seosin Yeah. Like, my mindset then those albums impacted me more than my mindset, I guess, when I was into like the color morale yeah. and Memphis may fire, because at that point I was just kind of indulging my like whiny emo kid. <laughs> self, you know, like, yeah, like it didn't captivate me so much because I didn't know what else was going on in the world. Right. You know, I, I, I don't know how to articulate this, but it's like when I heard they're only chasing safety, I didn't know much about music at all. And so I was like, oh, my God, this is like one of the greatest things ever. When I heard The Hollow by Memphis Mayfire, I was just like, this is exactly what I want right now. Yeah. (laughs) You, You know? Yeah. And so me not being that same person anymore, I don't want it as much. It's still fun to listen to. And I can honestly, like, think of just the euphoric feeling that I had seeing Memphis Mayfire live. Yeah. And that makes that's, it special. That's another thing. Like, it's hard
0: for me not to include stuff that, like, when I listen to it, I don't necessarily like it as much. But I, it, it gives me, like, this euphoric sense of, yeah. you know. Like, you rem- remember back then, like, how you felt back then. Yeah, yeah, and I'm just like, damn, man. Yeah, I definitely can see why I loved this so much. But, like, now it's just like, Egh. Yeah. Did it hold up? No. That's why it's not there. There exactly. You
3: go. But and yeah, just,
0: my favorite album from twenty fourteen held up tremendously, and I'm gonna tell you right now, favorite album of all time.
1: I'm very curious. Has to be, man. Absolutely. I'm like racking
0: I, I, my brain trying to think what I, it could be. I cannot I cannot stress enough that this album has held up over G- those years. Give six me one years. hint. Heavy album?
1: Not not so heavy, heavy album? Heavy album. Heavy.
2: 2014. Hmm.
1: No, I don't think it's what I'm thinking of. I'm not going to start guessing here, but I think I'm wrong about the only album from 2014 that came to mind. A Bitter Divorce. Mm -hmm. A Very Happy Song. (laughs) <laughs> you know, that is. Even if this album isn't like super special to either of us, it's doing something that a lot of albums these days don't. And it's creating a very deep conversation. Yeah. Which. That in in and of itself is a feat, I think, like yes,
0: absolutely. And as I said to begin with, man, there's nothing bad can be said about this album. yeah, it just
1: it just didn't grab me the way that I wanted it to. It's just this is the perfect album to have in the background while sipping a beer and talking about music. Like it's beautiful, man. I love it. i I like it. it It accomplishes
0: what it sets out to accomplish. yeah. and definitely a statement album. Especially considering definitely. like what we were talking about earlier. All the albums that came out in the same year as this album. like, What yeah, the this hell? Is,
1: like I said, it's ahead of its time. But at the same time, I feel like those who caught wind of this in 2013 were lucky. Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like this would have been... It could have went one of two ways for me back then. For me... I can tell you
0: right now I would not have liked this back then because I was oh, looking yeah. for like one thing and one thing only back then.
1: And yeah. Absolutely. Me too. But I also at the that's the same year that like I got into Oh, Jesus.
0: We someday. forgot the biggest release of 2013. Common Courtesy.
1: That was a big one. That was a huge one. I don't know if I'd say that was the biggest. That for was me. the biggest one, bro. That was. I mean, the, it was the biggest in the scene, but that it is, wasn't the biggest for me personally. That, abso- it is my favorite A Day to Remember album. Absolutely can say without a doubt, man. That is the the
0: absolute biggest album and the best album. Yeah. And I'm still pissed off that Feel got album of the year over that album. Yeah, weak. I am so pissed off about that. I'm like, A Day to Remember fought this freaking lawsuit for so long and finally won and got the rights to produce this album on their own. And it is like the best music i've heard all year and you're gonna give it to freaking sleeping with sirens screw you yeah screw you <laughs> yeah you know it is I, it is what it is it but, is what it is but damn it man i'm still bitter about that yeah
1: <laughs> i just i'm trying to put myself because i was twenty twenty two in this it this year
2: mm-hmm.
1: i don't even remember being 22 that much to be honest that was like fresh out of uh, us being in a band together. Yep. That was like when I was in the the thick of like I'm gonna be a rock star. I'm gonna headline Warp Tour. I'm gonna be the voice of a generation. <laughs> and and Maddie Mullins was my my uh, role model at that point. Unfortunately, um, he's still kind of a role model. I follow him like he posts a lot about like cooking and like grilling on his fancy Traeger grill, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Still, my hero, Maddie. <laughs> Only we're like adults now. So I'm like, <laughs> right. you know, but yeah, I don't know that I would have liked this so much back then. But at the same time, I was into some weird stuff back then just to be contrarian. Like this band, Lions Lions, I remember was like really big for me in that year. And it was kind of along the same lines as this, just a little more like post hardcore and not so much pop punky. Right. But, you know, I feel like I would have liked this, but I would have forgotten about it. I was... I was
0: all about, like, post-hardcore, metalcore back then, man. Like, pop-punk was a huge part of my, like, early high school years. yeah. And then all of a sudden, I just, like abandoned pop punk altogether and started going full post-hardcore post-hard yeah. like just heavy like it's got to be like Digenty, it's got to be bouncy digenty. it's, it's got to be
1: uh, it, it, it's got to be this or nothing yeah. you know well so. and i think a lot of it too is and this is the effect i think it has on a lot of people is especially that young and in a like music scene like that it becomes your identity yeah it's like you know, I was strutting about everywhere I went saying, I'm that guy. Like, Memphis Mayfire is who I am. (laughs) Like, Warp Tour is who I am. And it's like, that's fine and dandy when you're a kid with, you know, needing somewhere to go that's not, like, just doing heroin. (laughs) You know? That's a little extreme, but okay. (laughs) Well, it's a lot better to find your identity in music and in bands and stuff than, like, other things that you could be doing you know yeah which thank god that I I had that but also thank god that I'm not that young and naive anymore like (laughs) I like the music I like it doesn't define me it defines like a very tiny fraction of who I am like it is something that comes up a lot like when I introduce myself to people and talk about my life I'm like I have records you know I'm that hipster guy that's you know got a record collection of my favorite albums but you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm an I'm an emo kid, like I'm an emo night kind of guy. Like I'm 30 years old and still reminiscing about how great sugar we're going down is. <laughs> you know, but that's also not all of who I am anymore. Right. Whereas back then, that was like the first thing I would tell people is, I'm in i I'm in a hardcore band. Yep. I'm this and blah blah blah. Yep. It's like you grow up and you realize like the music that impacts you impacts you. But there's, you know, more to life, I guess. Absolutely. Which back then there was no more to life. It was like... Music or nothing. Yeah, like, I'm going to have my beer, I'm going to hang out with my friends, and I'm going to listen to this music. Yep. Which is crazy to think about. And really I think is. in a way why I kind of am like, Ugh, stay away from the metalcore now because it did consume me for so long. But you know, I'm still I'm still a sucker for metal. It's, it's, it's a you know it is who I was back then. It is a part of my journey. It, in it, life. I I've I've grown to accept that
0: it's just who I am in general and how I am. And this is what I love. This is the music I like. You know, I I still branch out and I listen to all kinds of stuff. Yeah, man, but like you know that's just like anything new that is remotely similar to stuff I used to listen to like seven eight years ago. I love it. It's absolutely fantastic. It's great. I'll listen to it.
1: Maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll be there to some extent when I get through this like best metalcore thing I'm about to venture into. I'm having a hard time starting it though. Because some of the stuff I just don't want to listen to. Like I made myself listen to a band in all ships the other day.
0: They're not metalcore, bro. I mean it's just
1: chugs, chugs and keyboards. They're not metalcore though. They're not metalcore. I don't consider them metalcore at all. Anything that's like 50% or more chugs I consider metal consider metalcore. Consider metal little. Consider metal. <laughs> I consider
3: it. <laughs> Sorry. Hey. hey. Yay.
1: is it just starting random songs now that was the end of the album right I thought it was it was we well, already heard that that was a good song yeah that's what I thought uh, Nina will like, we'll miss you mm-hmm. we will miss you
0: but yeah that's our rundown on uh, the future is canceled by Captain We're Sinking thank you again bad. Daniel I feel do I, I, I like feel we, bad too we spent
1: more time talking about literally anything but this album <laughs> While well, listening to it, but it, well, this is, it's that, enjoyable background music. It was, I like it a it was,
0: lot. It was easy to gather my thoughts and feelings on it. Yeah. A lot of albums I have to dive into a little bit more. This one is just one of those that I'm just like, I like this. There's nothing bad to say yeah. about it whatsoever. I highly recommend this album. Yeah, but you notice just,
1: how we have more to say about falling in reverse than... This yeah last week because you know there was so much to complain about and this yeah, on exactly like man. there's nothing to complain about about this it's this just, is just a very it's good a album it's a great album yeah. it's
0: fantastic when it, it ahead of its time like you said mm. man it came out in 2013 when there was like literally the complete opposite of this was the big thing to do yeah <laughs> so yeah man like it, it's great it's fantastic again thank you Daniel so much for yeah, recommending absolutely. these guys I'll dive into more of their material and see if I don't you know enjoy them
1: a little bit more than what I what I have no. already but I, I do think,
0: enjoy them they are fantastic
1: I think the skinny with Mike and Adam I think they maybe did an episode on this too I can't remember but I know Daniel recommended it to them and it they talked about it I know and they seem to like it a lot which is good I'm glad people are getting into this this band. They deserve credit because they're very good. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, thank yeah, like you said, thank you, Daniel, for the recommendation. Um, for those listening, go check out Daniel's blog dsdconfessionals.blogspot.com. It's very very good stuff. The way he reviews albums, he's a very well spoken person and his like it albums that i don't know much about or didn't know at all like you i'm came, conv, i'm convinced to listen to after hearing or reading what he has to say about them right because he's just very good at describing the album and reviewing it it's very interesting his you know top of the previous decade the 2000 to 2009 era it's been fun to keep up with that um yeah And go listen to my former band's former hit single. (laughs) (laughs) We were the top of the metalcore charts in 2017, let me tell you. (laughs) It was like a day to remember uh, The Devil Wears Prada and then us. That was
0: going to be our our, uh, intro music when we first decided we were going to start a podcast, remember?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm glad we didn't do that. (laughs) Because then we wouldn't have anything for transition music.
0: Absolutely not. But cool, man. Uh-oh. But yeah, um, yeah. Thanks for tuning in,
1: guys. We appreciate it. And uh, next week, I guess we're going to talk about three albums. Yeah, to some extent. Um, week after next. Yeah, every, <laughs> I keep saying last week and next week. It's two weeks. It's a biweekly thing. It's a biweekly thing. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned.
0: We'll be back at you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We yeah. appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.